Thank you, Martina. Thank you, Seamus. We're away in great time this evening. It's just gone four minutes after four o'clock. It's a feel-good Friday. We're live till five. You're in tune with Ross FM 94.6. The 4th of February, six and a half minutes after four o'clock. I hope you enjoyed your St. Bridget's Day. And if you're interested in the story of St. Bridget, we have now podcast last week's show with Maria Byrne talking a little bit about St. Bridget. She spoke to me last Friday on Feel Good Friday and thanks to Maria for that. This uh, text message I think came in for Seamus uh, earlier on on uh, the Rossi Way and thank you Seamus for a great show. Enjoy your weekend. He'll be back on the air on Monday afternoon here on Ross FM between 3 and 4. It says Jerry gives a great talk about about the Sacred Heart Church on the interactive walking tour which can be viewed online or by scanning the app located on the church railings in Abbey Street. There are 10 sites to view, the museum, the jail, the castle, the courthouse, the library, St. Coleman's Church, the Sacred Heart Church, the Abbey and the Sacred Heart Church. There are signs at each of the sites which can be scanned for information about the sites. This was a town team project and that one comes in from Kathleen. Sorry about it being a little bit late there. It just uh, popped into our text machine there just while the news was on. Uh, I think it was meant for something that, that I was listening to driving down on Seamus' show. But thanks again Kathleen. So if you're interested in that walking tour, just scan at any of those sites. Uh, the museum, the jail, the castle, the courthouse, the library, St. Coleman's Church, the Sacred Heart Church or the Abbey and you get information on the walk and tour and all of the sites. Coming up on this Friday evening show I have been handed a brand new album by singer-songwriter Donny O'Connor and uh, Donny hails from Boyle and he has written Jurton Lockdown, some very, very nice songs. Had a listen to some of those coming down in the car as well. The album is called Black in Blue and I'm going to play you a track from that. Really looking forward to that and uh, be able to bring you that on the air. I'll also be joined by a man that I spoke about last week on the show. I played a track called The Barracks of Coot Hall last uh, Friday evening on the show and uh, the singer-songwriter from that track will also join me to tell me a little bit about McGahern Country uh, and how uh, his song uh, has been composed around the life of John McGahern. I'll play that song again uh, this Friday evening on the show as well and I'll talk to him a little bit about the Bone Marrow Trust uh, that is going to benefit from that song as well. His name, Frankie Simon and Frankie will join me on the air round about half past uh, four this Friday evening and also I'll rock towards the weekend I'll rock back the years in our forgotten memory section that and much much more all this side of five o'clock this evening but it is of course the evening that Ireland chooses its Eurovision song and uh, maybe we'll repeat history do you remember in 1980 Johnny Logan won the Eurovision with what's another year it came to Ireland in 1981 maybe history will be repeated Ireland picks its Eurovision song tonight as part of the Late Late Show special on Eurovision and looking forward to that as well. I'll bring you another Eurovision song in just a moment but first Bal Bingo is on on a Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Maybe you'd like to mention it. Delighted to do it. Uh, if you want to play online it's bal.ie and you get your ga- your books before 12 o'clock on Sunday it says we have lots of players from all around our neighbouring Roscommon and we wish to thank them for supporting us through difficult times and thank you for reading it out. Absolutely no problem at all. Delighted to do that. I'm 
also lining up Tony O'Connor's brand new song uh, one of the songs from his brand new album called Black in Blue and the song I've chosen is called Love is Stronger Than a Stone I'll tell you a little bit about that in just a little while and I'll also be joined at half past four by Frankie Simon the singer, songwriter and author and arranger of the Barracks in Coot Hall. I played it for you last week on the air and I'll be joined by Frankie to talk a little bit about singing and songwriting during uh, the pandemic and a little bit about the song uh, about the McGahern Barracks and by the way if you're interested in the McGahern Barracks we still have a podcast on our website of a show that I did way back in the summer about the McGahern Barracks. If you google Ross FM podcast McGahern Barracks you'll still find it there and you'll be able to have a listen back to it. 13 and a half minutes after 4 o'clock her real name was Rosemary Scallon. She went under the name Dana and had a great career since winning Eurovision very, very early on. That is her song, of course. It's called All Kinds of Everything. 16 touching 17 minutes after 4 o'clock on this Friday evening. It says, looking forward uh, to hearing the song from Donny O'Connor uh, on the show. And uh, a lot of people looking forward to that. I will be playing that song in just a few minutes time on Feel Good Friday on Ross FM 94.6. Really looking forward to bringing you the track called Love is Stronger Than a Stone but first it's time to rock back through the years in our Forgotten Memories section and uh, first off uh, the 4th of February going back to 1933 and Devil Fall wins its first overall majority in Dáil Éireann also on the 4th of February and this time in 1992 Mary Robinson became the first Irish president to visit Belfast we're rocking back through the years and now to the 3rd of February 1917, the father of Easter Rising rebel Joseph Plunkett wins a seat in Roscommon North for Sinn Féin. In 1927, on the 3rd of February, Val Dunigan is born in Waterford and Maureen Potter born in Dublin. The 2nd of February, this time 1972, and the British Embassy is burned in response to Bloody Sunday. And on the 2nd of February 1922, James Joyce's Ulysses was first published in its entirety and that of course was on his 40th birthday the 1st of February going back to 1943 and the Central Bank of Ireland was established and in 1982 on the 1st of February corporal punishment was banned from Irish schools in the Republic of Ireland the 31st of January this time in 1984 very very sad story teenager Anne Lovett dies after giving birth to a stillborn at a religious grotto and on the 30th of January of course 1972 was the aforementioned Bloody Sunday 13 demonstrators killed by British paratroopers in Derry in Northern Ireland. On the 30th of January in 1992 Charles Hawhey resigns as Taoiseach and leader of Fianna Fáil and in 1984 Luke Kelly passes away. It's Feel Good Friday on Ross FM 94.6 and as I said Ireland are picking their Eurovision winner or their Eurovision song to enter Eurovision on this weekend. Time is flying nearly 22 minutes after 4 o'clock on this Friday evening. Shortly we'll have our Feel Good Friday thought. We'll be talking later to Frankie Simon about half past 4 about the barracks in Coot Hall and we'll have Donny O'Connor's new song as well. But first, good evening Joe. Looking forward to the show as usual. Will you wish Tanya Kellett the best of luck in her new career from all of us? And that one comes in from Martina. Thank you Martina for that. Delighted to do that on the air. If you want to get in touch with me, it's O. 
083-8599-748. I'd love to hear from you. And Aidan taking calls as well on this Friday evening. The number is 090-662-8161. So Donny O'Connor has a brand new CD out. It's called Black in Blue. And the track that I've chosen to play for you on this Friday evening is called Love is Stronger Than a Stone. Close to where I live, this is what Donny has written about the song. There is an old ruined cottage, which is little more than a pile of stones. But every July it explodes into a riot of what are now wild roses. I've always thought that the roses want to tell us of the love that once lived in that house. It was to this notion that love never really dies. That's that I went to when I needed to write a song for my sister Barbara when we lost her in in 2012. It's called Love is Stranger Than a Stone and it's subtitled for Barbara. It features on it uh, Donny O'Connor on lead vocals. It also features Rona McGrath, Valerie Casey, Mandy Tulin, Catherine Bulger, Lizzie Brennan, Roisin Mullen, Kit O'Connor, Dahi O'Connor, Rory MacDonald, Frankie Simon, Brendan Flaherty, and of course, as I said on vocals, Donny O'Connor, dedicated to the memory of his sister Barbara, who passed away in 2012, and featuring backing vocals by Rona McGrath, Valerie Casey, Mandy Tulin, Catherine Bulger, Lizzie Brennan, Roisin Mullen, Kit O'Connor, Dahi O'Connor, Rory MacDonald, Frankie Simon, Bernard Flaherty and Donny himself on lead vocals. That's a new track from an album called Black and Blue by singer-songwriter Donny O'Connor from Boyle. And I like that song. I think it has a lovely story and Donny himself tells the story so well about what's in the song. He says that close to where he lives back home in Boyle, there is an old ruined cottage which is little more than a pile of stones. But every July it explodes into a riot of what are now wild roses. I've always thought that the roses want to tell us something of the love that once lived in the house. It was this notion that love never really dies uh, that went that when he went there, that uh, it helped him to write this song and to dedicate this song to his sister, whom he lost, as I said, in 2012. I like the song. I love it. and delighted to play it for you on the radio on this Friday evening. It's Feel Good Friday, 29 minutes after 4 o'clock on Friday evening. That means we're 31 minutes away from Aidan Raftery and Friday Sport. But right now, it's time to bring you our Feel Good Friday thought for this Friday evening. After the break, I'll be back speaking with Frankie Simon uh, a little bit about his song The Barracks Akut Hall and singer-songwriting during a pandemic but first too many people think the grass is greener somewhere else but remember the grass is greener where you water it. You're very welcome back to Feel Good Friday on this Friday evening, just half past four, slap bang on the nose on a Friday evening. Delighted to have you on board. That song's that uh, text says, oh my God, that song was beautiful, Joe. Congratulations to Donny, absolutely stunning and to, delighted to be able to bring it to you on the radio. That comes in from Martina this evening. Well, congratulations to Donny. I think it is absolutely stunning and delighted to be able to bring it to you on the radio on this Friday evening. If you want a request on the air, it's oh, 
083-859-748. Be delighted to have you on board as well. And thank you to all the people who are sending in requests on this Friday evening. Last Friday evening, I played you a song called The Barracks of Coot Hall. It's written in memory of John McGarren and it's written for the Bone Marrow Trust of Ireland. Well, I want to find out a little bit more about that and also about singer-songwriting during a pandemic from the author and arranger of that song. I have him on the line now, uh, direct and live on the Plains of Boyle. Frankie Simon, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe, and thanks for having me on your show. I hope I have the word right that it's the author of a song, is that right? Well, the comp- yes, the author of the lyrics, composer of the music, I suppose. And a ra- um, arranger of the entire song. We'll talk about uh, Barry Sakut Hall in just a while. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, artists and being singer-songwriters and composers during a pandemic. I'm sure it was a very, very difficult time for you all. Surely. And, uh, and, and just before that, uh, that, uh, that was a lovely song of Donny's you play there and a very... Um, a very interesting um, backstory to it as well, isn't it, wasn't there? And do you want to just to tell me, I know you had been involved in it, uh, it, it is in memory of his sister. Do you want to add anything to what I said? Well, I, I probably couldn't uh, add much to the story, but um, certainly uh, we had a lovely time recording it. Um, Donnie's a very talented songwriter. Um, of course, as you say, during the pandemic, it was difficult, I suppose, for... Well, in many ways, it was probably a lucrative time for uh, artistically, that is, for songwriters, because they probably <laughs> didn't have much else to do. They, were, they weren't out gigging seven nights a week, you know. But um, I'd say it was a hard time for, um, you know, bands who had trucks and equipment uh, to pay for and all the rest of it. And, and I just wonder, as people had time to walk around the area and just talking about Donny's song there, it was about a cottage in Boyle, maybe they had an opportunity to be a little bit creative with what they saw within their own area. Indeed. I'm sure that, uh, and, and of course we have many local songwriters around here, and uh, it's hard to say where, where people draw their inspiration from. I suppose, um, you, now that you've touched on that, I... I drew mine from the uh, the barracks in Coot Hall that we've been talking about. And that was something I wanted to go to to ask you where you got your inspiration from. But just before we go to there, just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, how you got into singer-songwriting, and a little bit about yourself before we go to the particular song. Right, yeah. Well, I suppose, um, it, uh, depending on where one stops the clock, I, I, I would have had... Um, um, quite a trad background uh, in my childhood. My father was a fiddle player, so uh, uh, I got into that quite a bit, uh, learning the guitar, and of course the guitar became my main instrument. And uh, with that came, I suppose, the um, influence of not only trad, but the Beatles and uh, all the popular songs of the day. And uh, so I used to play a lot with my dad, and he would prefer me to play the tune rather than the accompaniment, and that's the style that I sort of developed. And um, um, Do you think you drew then, some of your inspiration then from your father's musical influences? A, a lot from, from him, and of course the soundtrack of my childhood would have been, you know, the likes of Michael Coleman and the, the trad players of old would be playing in the house. But um, later on, of course, then I got into the modern stuff and I played with some bands in London and uh, played in the West End for a while and came back sometime in the 90s and, and started doing, um, you know, the one-man gigs, uh, middle of the road and, and uh, quite a bit of trad on the guitar as well.
And do you think that uh, in, in modern era it's possible for there to be a crossover between listening to the Beatles and listening to trad music and coming out somewhere in the middle? Or do you think you have to go one way or the other? Oh, I think there's a crossover. I think that certainly the, the trad music as it's evolving now, um, you know, there is the infl- there's the influence of many other styles of music. Um, and... Uh, uh, of course, there is always the traditional genre as well. Um, I, I'm sure we all, I hope we all have a, a, a healthy respect for the tradi- tradition, but it's not a dead music, it's a live, evolving music. And uh, these days, of course, uh, and post-river dance, there is the influence of flamenco and jazz and classical and all the rest in it. So definitely it's a, it's a crossover. Um, Maybe like in jazz as well, you might have a couple of different camps, you know, some who stick to the pure traditional and some who prefer the more modern stuff. But really, there's, there's room for it all. And um, these days, you could have the classical player sitting down beside the trad player, beside the flamenco player, and God knows what mixtures we have these days. And I often wonder in the past uh, that that was kind of the, uh, there was a difference. There was almost a segregation if you were into pop music and listening to your meatloafs and your jam and listening to ACDC. It certainly wouldn't be seen that you'd also sit down and listen to the music of the Coleman's and all of those. Oh, that's for sure. And, uh, and there would have been a time, uh, I'd say, at, at the... If this is the right way to put it, at the guitar's entry into trad music, uh, there would have been a time where it was possibly mm, thought of as a kind of an intrusion. Um, you know, the, we'll, I'll put it this way, if a fiddle player or a flute player or an accordion player walked into a session, it would be generally assumed what they were going to do. In the case of a guitar player or a baron player, there might be the suspicion that they were going to drown everybody out, and uh, you know. Um, but the guitar, of course, has become widely accepted in trad music now, and there are some uh, very proficient uh, performers in that genre. So from your experience then in trad music, it led you a little bit into singing and songwriting as a one-man band, and now you have some of your own tracks on release, and I'm particularly interested in the one called The Barracks of Coot Hall. Can you tell me what the influence in your life uh, for writing this was and uh, what genre you think it would fit into? All right. Tiny, tiny uh, little correction, Joe. The Barracks in Coot Hall. Oh, apologies. The Barracks <laughs> in Coot Hall. And it's actually sitting here in front of me on the computer, The Barracks in Coot Hall. And, yeah. of course, we do know that The Barracks is in Coot Hall. That's where it is, yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I suppose um, uh, from from the time I came back from England um, I, I, I can't say at which point the, the songwriting uh, that I really got into it but um, I find uh, because I know a few moments ago you there you men- mentioned about inspiration and for me um, I, I see um, I see songwriting uh, uh, I see songwriting as a verb that the song write, the song writes the musician um, for me, if I go for a, a walk around the plains of Boyle where I live, um, very often if you just uh, get the thinking out of the way and uh, allow room for an idea to happen, very often it does. You know, so it's not, I can't, I can't ever remember uh, thinking, oh, do you know, I think I, I better sit down and write a song. That, that never really happened. I think the, uh, the song just happens to the musician, or in my case, certainly to me anyway. 
Um, so, uh, as in the case of the barracks in Coot Hall, uh, which not so long ago I went to visit one day, and uh, uh, lo and behold, it was closed that day. Uh, but as I was driving away and up in the direction of uh, our Carn and the Plains of Boyle where I live, um, the idea for the song came. And uh, so I got started on it and had it finished um, uh, fairly quickly, just a, f a, few, uh, a few different little shots at it. And um, I decided to call it the Barracks in Coot Hall, I thought it would be appropriate. And then... Um, and then uh, I, I, I thought to myself, of course, I wasn't doing any gigs or anything like that, and I thought I'll do this for cha for a charity. But um, so I contacted some uh, some of my colleagues and and friends then, and um, um, my first contact I think was Ilsa Lubers is her name. She lives near Coot Hall. She's an absolutely wonderful singer. It'd be great for you to have her on the program sometime. She's a she's a she is a classical soprano, but she can cover all the the genres. Well, I'd love to invite her on the programme uh, yeah. because uh, I feel that part of a community station is to uh, bring the community people to the community, so I'd love to have her on the show. Yes, well, she, she, she's a wonderful singer, but not only that, but she, um, she more or less got all the volunteers, and there were volunteers on board uh, for this song. And I see and, they're called uh, the Rising Sun Singers. Is the that, Rising Suns. Is yeah. that significant? The Rising Suns, and of course that's S-U-N-S, Joe, because if it was S-O-N-S, there might be gender equality issues. Yes, I see that in the press release. It's called S-U-N-S. Yeah, what's the significance yeah. of it? Yeah, I suppose the significance of it might be just from, um, from uh, words that John McGahern, uh, and of course the song is about John McGahern, really. Uh, it, the, he wrote the words that they may face the rising sun. And I think there was a book of that title as well. And uh, so I thought the Rising Suns would be uh, an appropriate name. And, of course, they're all from uh, what I would call McGarren Territory, which is Coot Hall and Leitrim. And um, I, I suppose uh, I, w I would like to honour them or mention them, and that would be Ilsa Lubers, the lady I just spoke about there, and Tom Jennings, I think, who you know. I do indeed, yes, and, and uh, yes. delighted to be able to play Tom in the air as well as part of this. Yes, and... Um, Mark Stanley is another one. James and Ross Wickham. James Wickham is a uh, wonderful accordion player, but in this case he was singing with Ross uh, as, as part of the backing vocals, um, or the main vocals, I should say. Um, Eleanor McDermott, a very promising, wonderful young singer from Leitrim Village, and Catherine Bolger, who was a member of our choir in Boyle, and uh, she's from not too far from Coot Hall. And then... Um, Added to that then, Joe, was uh, to give it a, a, quite a Celtic flavour, which I thought it needed, was Parik McGovern, uh, pipe player extraordinaire, and uh, Junior Davy uh, on Baron. And um, also, I should have mentioned among the singers, last but not least, of course, is the one and only Charlie McGettigan. And, um, Eurovision fame as well. I've just been playing some Eurovision songs. Yeah. Yeah, we and, pick a Eurovision uh, tonight, so it's very fitting that you mention him as well. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. So uh, we all got together, and as you mentioned, the pandemic, of course, um, wearing masks and recording in ones and twos and uh, in a small studio, but we got it done, and um, we, we were all very happy with the outcome. 
So would it be fair to say that you'd left the thinking behind on that road as you left Coot Hall and drove towards the plains of Boyle and this was your composition? Absolutely. I suppose there was a, a, it was just thinking about the man and thinking of the conditions under which he did his, his writing and reading and all the rest of it, which was living upstairs in a barracks in Coot Hall. Um, now, you can imagine the, 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 the rumpus that would be going on there occasionally, I would imagine, um, and the occasional few drunks and that. But there was no, as, as the song even mentions, there was no really, there was no serious crime, you know. Um, but thinking about that and, and about his writing and his thinking and, uh, yes, that, that was, um, that would have been the inspiration. And um, um, maybe now we'll take a listen to the song. And I know there was another piece as well that, that you started to mention there, the charity piece, right outside the song. We'll talk about that, Frankie Simon, if that's okay. Yes, okay. We'll take a listen to the song, I'll Be Killed. We're way over commercial break time, but I think it's still worth it. What a lovely song. It's called The Barracks in Coot Hall, and it features the voice of local people from Roscommon and Leitrim called The Rising Sons singers and uh, it is of course about John McGahern and I'm still joined on the line by the composer of that song Frankie Simon. Frankie I understand that there's going to be a charity component from this song as well. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that? I decided to do it for a charity and the one I chose was the Bone Marrow Trust for Leukemia and uh, the reason for that is the great work that they do in uh, aiding the recovery of patients who are um, recovering from uh, leukemia by providing, I think it's something like seven apartments adjacent to the hospital. So while the patient is recovering, they can be near the hospital. The hospital is near them. Families, family can come up and visit for as long as they want. And it's, it's a, it's a marvellous, marvellous uh, uh, halfway house for the patient coming from hospital. And... Um, I understand so, that making a contribution to the charity and hearing the song are both linked. Maybe you'd like to tell me a little bit about that. Yes, indeed. The, the, the song is embedded in the website of the Bone Marrow Trust for Leukemia and the web address is www.bonemarrowtrust.ie and when you go to the website um, you scroll down a little bit and you'll see a picture of John McGahern uh, at the start of what is called a lyric video. In other words, each line of the song scrolls up while you're listening to it. Oh, lovely. And also, there is an I Donate button there. If a person wishes to make a donation, you can donate there as well. And that's the whole idea, I suppose. But um, that's where the song resides, and uh, I hope people will log on to it. So it is again www.bonemarrowtrust.ie. Frankie Simon, thanks a million for telling me about it and delighted to be able to play it on the air for you. And the best of luck with your upcoming projects. Many thanks for having me on, Joe. God bless you. And thank you very much. That's Frankie Simon from the play from the Plains and Boyle, the composer of the Barracks in Coot Hall. I'm way over time. I'll be shot. A quick commercial break and I'm back rocking towards the weekend right outside these. Stay with me. Nine minutes away from five o'clock on this feel-good Friday evening. It says maybe you'd consider a whole rocking towards the weekend. Back to the 80s some Friday evening and I certainly will. But in the meantime, this one asked me to play a request for the students of Squelwera in Strokestown who are in preparation for Back to the 80s. It says loving the explosive music you're dropping this evening, Joe. Well, delighted to hear that from a listener in that league. Delighted to have you on board. 
thanks for coming on board with me this evening. That one is also very, very specially for the students in Squalwar and Strokestown who are putting on Back to the 80s. That's your requested song. That's Kenny Loggins and Back uh, in the 80s. The sounds of Footloose. 083 8599 You have about four and a half minutes to get in with a request on this Friday evening. If you want to get in on the show, I'd be delighted to have you. But Blondie and hanging on the telephone. This one says, Joe, will you play another song from Donny O'Connor? I'm flat bang out of time this Friday evening, but I will play another song from Donny O'Connor is back in blue LP. I'll play that another evening on the show. Also want to say a special word of thanks uh, on this Friday evening to Frankie Simon for joining me to talk a little bit about uh, singer-songwriting in lockdown and his new song, uh, as well called the Barracks in Coot Hall delighted to be able to play that one thank you Frankie for coming on the air with me on this Friday evening thanks to each and every one of you for joining me I hope you enjoyed what I did for you on this Feel Good Friday evening you're with Ross FM 94.6 I'll be back again next Friday evening with more of the same in the meantime this two great hours of Radio Aiden Raftery is on the air he's looking at me here get out of the chair and I will very shortly Aiden. Uh, Aiden has a great show of sport Aiden, if you pop over to that mic there as this what's coming up on the on the show there uh, I'll pop you on to the middle one there hopefully okay. uh, what's coming up this evening Aidan on the show yeah we'll have more of the uh, the, the usual we'll uh, kick off the show with uh, myself and Martin talking about all things Premiership although this weekend is uh, FA Cup weekend but there there is a few Premier League games there's one uh, this weekend and then there's a few midweek uh, of course big weekend last week and for uh, Roscommon GA with the senior footballers out against yeah. Cork, a good win against uh, against Cork there in the Hyde sets us up nicely now for the trip away against Mead um, this weekend. Mead didn't have a great uh, a great outing against Galway. No, no. Um, so, so there'll be big expectations for Roscommon this weekend. That's it. Um, of course, unfortunately, the results at the club level with Folias and um, Pierce's didn't go so well. But they can look back on the season. They did really well, both both clubs and. I suppose for for Folias, the key is they got back into senior football uh, for for next year at championship level, and so they're doing well. So there'll be that and, and much much more. So it's, I'm really looking forward to presenting the show. So so much to look forward to. That's after the break with Aidan Raftery uh, on this Friday evening, and I'll be back on the air next Friday evening with more of the same with Feel Good Friday. Thanks for joining me. I'm out of here with the 